Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Cheers, everybody. We are back for another edition of Bourbon on a Budget. It's review time. St. Patrick's Day. Happy St. Patrick's Day. You're wearing green. It is. Oh, look, I planned that out perfectly. Wow. And I'm wearing a hat because my hair is all crazy. So oh, Mine too. I need a haircut. Two for two. Nah. Yeah, well, your hair is still beautiful. Uh, Ben's on vacation. So it's just us tonight. Took a vacation from the show. So Ben, you're dead you, to me. So what did we do? We decided to drink something fantastic. <laughs> uh, we okay. are truly the best. Um, no one is as good as us. No one has ever been as good as us. And no one, no one doesn't even, nobody even knows about being as good as we are. So, no, um, we won. Oh, okay. So, so no, what are we partaking of? Oh. Tonight? Well, let me tell you about this. It is, don't you zoom in. Don't you do it. I see it. Don't you do it. This is Colonel E.H. Taylor Single Barrel. That sounds good, right? Like, oh, damn you, TJ. That sounds like a good bottle of bourbon because it typically is. Colonel E.H. Taylor is good juice, and a single barrel usually makes it even better juice. Or often. Sometimes single barrel, not so good. But usually good. But this isn't just any Colonel E.H. Taylor Single Barrel. No, 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 no. So first off, this is a store pick from Corona Cigar. Dave, David off Corona Cigar in Tampa. Tommy gave this to us after we had a really fun time. Uh, there a couple weeks ago, we got to enjoy this along with some Weller products as well. What makes this special and why Ben's going to miss out on this is it's not just your average Colonel E.H. Taylor. This is a mess up. It is a rare, super unique bottle because this is Mash Bill 2 in here. Dose. Dose. Usually, for those of you who don't know, Colonel E.H. Taylor, Buffalo Trace, uh, Eagle Rare, or Mash Bill 1. That's the low rye Mash Bill bourbon. Mash Bill 2 is a higher rye, usually like 12 to 15% is what it's rumored to be. That's what Blanton's is, Elmer T. Lee. So this is E.H. Taylor stock in their aging profile, but the Mash Bill got kind of messed up. So this is a rare, I mean, this is as rare of a bourbon as you'll find because it wasn't supposed to be made. Uh, and we got it. Tommy shared this with us out of the goodness of his heart, and we're going to drink it without Ben. <laughs> I'm excited. Um, not quite as excited as when this happens. But still very excited. For those listening, I put Brendan full screen because he hates it and I'm a jerk. Um, yeah, so Mash Bill 2. We've done the buff, we've been doing the Buffalo Trace tournament. You know the bourbons that like are in each one of those. Like Brendan mentioned, Mash Bill 2 is more of your Elmer T. Lee's, Rock Hill Farms, Hancock Blanton's, all the variants of Blanton's, ancient ages in there. Um, this is definitely different. But we open this with Tommy. Um, you can get this at the bar from time to time. This is not available. Um, you know, like you just can't go buy this over at Davidoff. But we tried this with Tommy. And he was talking us through it. And it was fantastic then. It's it's great again. Let me just say this about E.H. Taylor. It 
is there is there a bourbon that you just kind of like stand for in the Buffalo Trace line? One that you know, like Ben loves Stag Junior because he's a proof for. Um, is there something you like? Is yours Elmer T. Lee? Is it White uh, Dog? It, like, what is it? It was EH Taylor for me, honestly. Like, at the price yeah. point and the availability, like, it's not super available. We reviewed it before, got a really good score. And if it was like four or five years, like four years ago, man, like you could find it like fairly regularly, like at 50 bucks. I've gotten it mm-hmm. at Costco at $40 before, maybe even a little less than that, like 36. Those MSRP is $40 on it. Uh, so I think EH Taylor, like for a availability to price to quality ratio might be the best of the Buffalo Trace line, the stuff that you could reasonably find every now and then. Is that what you're going to say? Is that yours? Yeah, your absolutely. My, now, mine is the, I, I was just going to say that mine is EHT single barrel. I had that on Thanksgiving last year. Like that was mm-hmm. my Thanksgiving pour um, while I was frying the turkey. It was beautiful weather outside. So Ooh. you've you've been to the place, but past the pool, like my... um. Well, patio deck has a, a pretty good amount of space all around it. Like there, there's not just like the the cage or the screen or whatever right next to it. So I fry the turkey on the other side of the pool so that mm-hmm. if something crazy was to happen, I could literally just kick it over and in the pool. <laughs> That's a good idea. Um, and so I was sitting up, you know, closer to the house with the whole three TV set up, watching watching NFL drinking eht single barrel like it to me it feels that feels like a holiday type pour i could see that really pour but not like i really try and save my really good stuff for for when people are over right Mm -hmm. like stuff that's impossible to find or whatever but yeah i think that eh taylor is just a fantastic fantastic really good pour and so this is something that i'm super excited about we gave out of the kindness of our hearts we gave this bottle to brendan now we still drink it together, but Brandon's the one that kind of gets to keep the. It's got the pretty store pick sticker on it. It says Mash. It's, well, it doesn't say Mashable Two on it. Does it? Doesn't. It? No, he just told us that, so we could just mm-hmm. be lying to you, but we're not. Um, what are you getting? On? So anyway, all that three minute story just to tell you that I like E.H. Taylor. Um, <laughs> we have a turkey and there's a pool, and uh, you lost me about a minute. TV setup had to flex on people real quick because wow, yeah. we can't go to show without what doing a, that. What a douche. Um, It'd be cool so, if Joe came over and watched football with us one day. Joe lives a little further, we, further away. We could put the, I mean, he lives closer than you do. Does he really? We put Jacksonville his, isn't closer to Tampa than Tallahassee. Yeah, three hours. Because oh, wow. yeah, you can cut across the state. Like it's like a straight uh, shot. Okay. Um, we should have Joe over. We can put his team on the good TV. We'll put our, our crappy teams, UCF and, U, and FSU, on the top of the TV, on top TVs. Green Bay we'll, plays on Saturdays. Oh yeah, against the Braves sometimes. All right. So what do you get on the nose on this thing? Now that we're six minutes in. <laughs> All right. Yes, that's great. We're have delaying. BS'd. We're delaying for Ben. Um, maple syrup, like lots of it, lots of brown sugar, maple syrup, and brown sugar is a common note for me on the EH small batch, which actually TJ, I have a little bit of that pour, so I've been going back and forth to compare and contrast. Ooh, Maybe you should too. too. Just for the very end, we can kind of do a little. Uh, after we finish with this, we can do a little, a uh, little comparison, but. Also, like a very nice, refreshing citrus note on this too. Uh, orange, hmm. and then baking spices as well. It's almost like herbally, uh, but like I want to say, like like clove. Um, and around Christmas time, I think I've, I've gotten this on other bourbons before too. You get this combination of orange, and then my wife will take little clove uh, needles and stick them into the orange, and it smells really great. Uh, and that kind of reminds me, this is a fantastic nose, really, really pretty. What about you? Yeah, no. I do get that citrus now that you mention it. There's that there's that creamy, sweet, like almost like an orange creamsicle. Oh, I can obviously that. get the caramel too. Mm-hmm. So it, it does take it away from that just a little bit. But if you kind of interpret that more as vanilla than caramel, you can kind of get that orange dreamsicle 
I think both. Shout out the Bucks for the best throwback uniforms ever. Those oh, those are pretty but, fantastic. No. Yeah, this is a great nose. Um, yeah. And I, and I mean, I went back. I will do it at the very end. But like compared to the normal E.H. Taylor small batch, which is solid, which is very, very good, very good uh, value proposition there. This is much more refined and depthier. There's also got like a nice little peppery note as well. And maybe that's the, the rice spice kind of amping up a little it's, bit or just single barrel goodness. I don't know. Yeah, but it's good because it's not like just a straight sugar bomb. Mm-hmm. Like there's a good amount of complexity to the nose. It's not just like, you know, boom, mm-hmm. caramel, sugar only, one note nose, which usually those are fine too. Like, yeah, I mean, we usually uh, for don't you especially. About caramel bombs. Right. I mean, we like a sweet nose. I like a sweet nose too. I'm going to call you sweet nose. Thank you. So on the taste, I haven't tasted mine yet. I had a little heartburn today, hoping this doesn't wreck me. I'm sure that's going to help you a lot. Oh, man, on the taste. So on the front part of the palate, that you kind of toggled on the nose TJ between caramel and vanilla and like it had both. Uh, but it is like the, there's those candies that are on the outside. They're like kind of, they're brown and caramelly and the inside they're, they're white and creamy. Um, I know it doesn't sound appetizing. They're like a, like a, it's like a dollar. Chew. It's like a That's, caramel. Is chew. that what it is? Okay. It's got, it's got that kind of vibe to it. It's very sweet. Uh, but again, there's that like peppery vibe to it too. And I don't want to jump ahead to the finish, but like it does like, Go from this nice, clean, crisp start, very sweet, and then the pepper hits, and then just uh, we'll get into the finish. But I'm enjoying the way it unfolds, and the in particular, like the whole mouthfeel experience of also the orange as well. Uh, I'm curious to get your thoughts if you're enjoying the the taste as as much as I am. No, it's got a good, it's got a good sweetness to it, but you definitely pick up there's more spice that comes in with that mashed too. The spice mm-hmm. comes in kind of after. after. I definitely get the sweet. Yeah. Sweet to start, spice to finish. Pretty balanced, pretty complex. It's a little thin, like, initially. And you're, like, I, like my first sip, I was like, oh, this is going to be, I don't want to say disappointing, but it, it's going to, it's not going to match up to the nose. And I think initially, on uh, the first, maybe third to half of the palate, it, it is a little underwhelming, right? But then... No the maple syrup, the brown sugar, the orange, things you get on the nose show up in a very intense way uh, that it just unfolds really beautifully. This is really, really cool and really nice. I love it. It is. Thank you, Tommy. It finishes fairly well. Um, Start us off. You talk on the finish. Um, And then we'll go from there. Yeah, I love the finish on this. Now, if Ben were here, he'd probably hate the finish because I feel like Ben and I usually are pretty much in lockstep until the point where we get to the finish and then we're just usually just very opposite with each other i get a very herbal like almost like a like a like a black tea kind of note to this uh but then also the orange citrus does show up as well very earthy i like tobacco-y um so yeah there's there's this like this level of like almost like a again there's balance to it because you get the sweet citrus a little bit of caramel at the finish but then you also have this very nice uh, dark contrast of flavors with the with the herbalness with the tea with the pepper uh the tobacco so it's it's super complex i hope i've stalled long enough for uh for tj to stop getting bossed around by kara right now um that is actually not what was happening but (laughs) i'll tell you more later when movie magic has moved on um 
I'm I'm saying that the finish is very basically what I said, TJ, is that the finish is very complex to me. There's a nice blend of sweet and and darker notes though too, like tobacco and, and herbal herbaliness. Right. It's not just one noted, it's not just straight pepper. Although I do like the I do like the peppery rye. There's a little pepper spice on the finish. Yeah. There's sweet caramel, the mouthfeel says I think the finish has almost more flavor than the start of it. Is that crazy? I can see that. I can is see that, that crazy? I think the finish it changes is more, as it goes. More profound and more like there's yeah, there's more oomph to the finish and more depth and character to it than than the mid palate and even the start. Definitely the start of the palate. You can see that. All right. Thank you. Just me and you tonight. Okay. So we're not getting an accurate uh, score on this, but let's do it. Start us off with the nose. The nose, and I just out of okay. A, Oh, can you go oh. through the? You're the creator of this. Will you go through the scoring system? Oh, TJ, I thought you never asked. So we go two points on the nose. We go four points on the taste. That's the most heavily valued of the formula because this is what it's all about. Ultimately, it's tasting it. One point for the finish. Then we do one point for cohesiveness and complexity. Finally, we take all those up, see what the total is, and then we try to determine what the value is for two points. Uh, so it's out of 10 total with value being a pretty high part of this score. Are you considering value each step along the way? You know what? In honor of Ben, I will. Uh, so it's going to be a zero for nose because you can't get this anywhere. It's going to be a zero for taste. <laughs> it's going to be a zero for finish. That's great. In honor of Ben, I'm not going to do it. Um, Dollars. Okay. Cost proposition. Two points there. I'm going to go with it's a really great nose. Uh, I'm going to go 1.75. It's not elite, but it is a damn good nose. We gave Weller 107 a 1.5 a couple weeks ago. Larceny Barrel Proof was in the 1.5 range for us. Uh, this is better than that in my estimation. This is, this is a high-end nose, one of the better ones you'll get. You sold me. 1.75 on the nose. Did I'm you think that was first. high at first? Was that Were you kind of on the fence? No, I I thought it was a really good nose. I okay. thought it was going to compete for. I thought it was going to be between one point five and two. Like there was no no part of my mind that thought that would be lower than one point five. Um, taste. Hmm. I'm gonna go with. I mean, it's very good. I'm going with three point two five. I'm gonna go with three. That's kind of. I was going between two point seven five and three, so I'll round up to to three. I'll, I'll be a little bit more aggressive there. Uh, yeah, it's very good. I I don't know. I don't love it. The, the taste of it generally, but 3.25 is a pretty big score, man. It's pretty good. Yeah. It's, it's, it's above average. It's well above average to me. Safely, safely above average. I think that's safely fair. above average. I will say this, this nose and finish kicks the ass of the each Taylor small batch, but each Taylor's like finished like the start of it in the mid palette. I think it's a little stronger to be honest. Oh, I can see that. Um, all right, where are you at for the finish? Now it's I think the finish is a one. I love the finish on this. I think it's a perfect finish. It's it's one of the best finishes that we've probably gone through. It's just it's complex, it's depthy. Um, I I'm a big fan. Um, I'm gonna give it a one on the finish as well, and I'm also gonna give it a one on cohesiveness and complexity. I, I think it hits both of those. Um, mm -hmm. pretty strong, and I don't think there's a lot of doubt there. The finish is really good and then it is cohesive and complex throughout the entire thing so yeah give me two points in those two categories not to jump ahead but i just jumped ahead a bit 
Wow. All right. Um, so I will. Sorry, I was also a little distracted. I'm going back and looking up at our E.H. Taylor review from months ago when we had Elliot on. So we only do E.H. Taylor when Ben's missing, apparently. I think he had COVID the last, the last time. Um, so I'm going to go with a one for cohesiveness and complexity on this as well for the reasons you mentioned, TJ. So just, just for your edification here, uh, nose, I went with 1.5 on the E.H. Taylor small batch. You with 1.25. So we are consistent there in saying this was a better nose. Taste, uh, I went with the three, you went with the three. Uh, so I thought the taste was much better with that, or at least noticeably better, but a similar score for, for me. Uh, finish, you went with a one on the E.H. Taylor small batch for this one right now, one, and then I went with a 0.75. So, and then one across the board for a piece of the cohesiveness and complexity. So not a huge difference, but I do think we are in agreement that this uh, store pick and the Masterville two is a little extra special. It is. So you had one for cohesiveness and complexity for this too? <laughs> yes. Okay. Just making sure. You said a lot of things there. So I just no, wanted to make I sure. I no, I didn't ramble. I was trying I was to like, I was, I was trying to interesting. Sorry, why don't you tell me about a turkey again for three minutes? Jesus. You're welcome. Six point seven five is your score going into value. Whoa. Mine's a seven. Now value's tough on this because you can't get a bottle of it very easily. You can get mm-hmm. single barrel. Um I think value is going to be pretty tough here. And so I'm probably going to just amend the way that I view it. I'm, I'm just going to do it on value of, of a regular EHT single barrel. You're never going to get this exact bottle. So, you know, the value would essentially just be zero, right? Like it's, it's, it's tough well, to do that to a bourbon. So I'm. I, I, so I would, I mean, before you throw it out there, TJ, I would say for value, I mean, that is at the core of what we're is bourbon on a budget, right? We're trying to figure out like what price like is. This cost us nothing. Well, that is true. So that's going to help. It's a three. In an honor, in honor of Ben, he would factor that in tremendously into this equation. I will say there's got to be some level of nostalgia with bourbon. Like that is kind of like there's a heritage kind of family vibe to it. I share. Hey, when you guys get one, you guys gave this to me. I got it only because of the work that we've done at Bourbon on a Budget and being friends and, and making friends with you and Ben the work that you guys have done to formulate a relationship with Tommy to where like he enjoyed sharing stuff with us. And then I was able to take this home. I was staying with my dad. I gave him a pour of this because I told him how great it was and how unique it was. And yeah, he's not huge into bourbon. He likes it, but he could I, I, to understand like exactly why it was unique and why this was a unicorn. I explained it to him uh, and he loved it. It was one of his favorite bourbons he's ever had. So to be able to share this with him, man, like this is going to be like, so I'm going to factor this into value. Like this is a cool bottle and it is extra valuable to me because mm-hmm. it's unique and has some sentimentality to it. So go ahead with Centen- your score. Centennial. No, I don't C- think that's Centennial good. value. It's worth a hundred. Um, I'm going to give this a solid one. I think that, you know, it, you know, if you could find this on a shelf anywhere at, 75 80 bucks it's well worth that and you should probably go for it and grab it problem is you're probably not going to find even even if it wasn't a mashable too you're probably not going to find something like this uh store picks are pretty hard to come by in this eh taylor world this realm but i mean you know it's it's got it's i mean yeah, if I could find this on the shelf for $80, it'd probably be a full two, right? Like this is, it's really, really good. The problem mm-hmm. is you're not going to find it there. It's availability pulls it down just a little bit. I'll give it a one, which still gives it a really solid final score of eight for me, you know? And like I said, it's, it's to me, it's very tough to consider value here because 
it's impossible to find. Like you're never going to just find a Mashville two mm-hmm. store pick sitting on the shelf somewhere. So it's it's hard to even come up with a value score for this. It's it a is. it's a damn good bottle of bourbon that I would pay a hundred dollars for without thinking twice. Ooh, you've gone up, you've gone up in price. You started up to yeah. 60, 80, then eighty. No. So I'd probably go a hundred bucks for this easily without thinking about it. And so I don't know. I just give it a, a value of one. Mm-hmm. Okay. I you know what? I was between a one and one point five with like trying to factor in the value to this. I'll go with one. I think that kind of keeps us pretty safe and saying there's a sentimentality to this, there or century mentality to this, as you would say. Um, but I hey, can't go like with a full two. Centurion, I think centurion's the word you're looking for. Hmm. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna go with a two on value for this. You know why? Because this is a bottle. <laughs> Holy this is a bottle of friendship and love. That's why friendship and love, and you can't put a price tag on that. It's um, un, 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 uncalculable. Eight point so seven calcu- five. I'm gonna calculate it. Aggregate score after you gave it an eight point seven five. Suck yeah, it. No. Yeah, I mean, I, you know piss him off a little bit so i mean yeah it's it's impossible to find so it's a, it's hard to assign like a real value score to it but yeah i mean I, i'd pay uh you know upwards of 120 dollars here so you know the further we get into the show the more i'll pay so um mm-hmm. yeah no i think this is really really good um so good stuff uh what did we do on tuesday what should the people go back and check out Go and check out the second round of Buffalo Madness. There were heavyweights. It was E.H. Taylor's small batch, uh, you know, future callback, past callback, versus Weller 107. And then we also did Weller 12 versus Sasserac Rye. So that was a one seed going against a nine seed. So check it out. See if there were any upsets in Buffalo Madness tournament round two. We are on social media everywhere. We appreciate when you interact with us. It's Bourbon on a Budget. On Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, Twitter, wherever you are, that's where we are. Where we are, I don't get paid to write for a living. <coughs> so tune in next time. Go back and check out Tuesday's episode. But see us next week as we continue our Buffalo Madness tournament for TJ Pittenger and only Brendan Sonoma. Cheers. Cheers.